I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. This is Collateral Gaming. Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we focus on good games, bad games, and everything else in between in the world of gaming. We are podcasting straight from San Antonio, Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast, so whatever you have, be it blunts, be it bongs, be it joints, be it dabs, etc., smoke it if you've got it. For our fellow American audiences, uh, we hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully, got to spend time with some family or doing something you enjoy. Hopefully, you got off work, and if not, we hope you enjoyed your day as just as well. And for our non-American audiences, we hope you had a good day as well. Honestly, this isn't really a holiday-themed episode. Um, I just kind of saw it as an opportunity to talk about an indie game that we really enjoy. Um, that's kind of set, not so much with the theme of thankfulness of any, or anything, but the actual, you know, theme of Puritans, of the Salem witch trials, you know, like the Crucible. Um, that is Town of Salem. Town of Salem is a mafia-style browser game. Um, there are also some other facets, uh, anachronistic and otherwise, <laughs> Like you know the mafia and um, other other roles, but it, it's primarily set in in that kind of a world in that kind of a setting. Even taking you know character names from the Crucible. Yeah, if you don't choose a name, starting a game, you'll you'll get a name. Yeah, like a Crucible name: John Hawthorne, Abigail Reeves, uh, what is it, Cotton Mather, things like that. You just said Abigail Reeves. <laughs> really? Yes. That's hilarious. What was the name? Reeves. It was Reeves, wasn't it? No. One of the names is Reeves. That, that's an actual person that you know. I know it is, but one of the names is Reeves on there. No, it's not. It's from the Crucible. <laughs> it's, it's, no, no. I remember. Oh, Abigail. <laughs> yes, it's Abigail. Well, I. what was the name on there, though? Oh, so my stunned, God. Dude. I'm sorry. At, what was the name, then? It's Abigail something. Damn it. Abigail Williams. Williams. No, that wasn't the name they used in there. They used... What? Did they use Proctor? No, that's John Proctor's name. You know what? Why are we talking about the Crucible? Clearly, you did not read it or watch the movie. I played the game. Christ. I played the game. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. I didn't guys. mean to say anything stupid. I just go ahead. All right. Anyway, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the gameplay of Town of Salem? Like you said, it's a browser-based game. Um, so it's pretty simple. When you log in, you know you're able to create parties and you know join with other people, but you. You'll have a variety of roles you're given. Uh, there's town roles, mafia roles. Um, there's the serial killer. Uh, there is also neutral roles like uh, executioner and jester. Jester being, you know, trying to get yourself lynched, which is, of course, another thing in the game. You want to lynch people. You know, if, you, if you're your town, you're wanting to try to lynch the mafia. Mafia is trying to lynch everybody else because they're trying to kill everybody else, too. So it, it's just a big lynching game. You know, it's, it's like t t Town of Salem, you know, Salem Lynch Trials. Same same premise. Yeah, definitely the the mass hysteria. 
um, you know, as seen in, in movies like or books like The Crucible or The Scarlet Letter, um, very much sets the tone of this game. You know, kind of this this wild goose chase because there's what? you. Well, if anybody knows about mafia or werewolf, I mean, the premise is, is that everyone has a role and people are secretly part of those factions. Um, in this case, we have the town, we have the mafia, and we have some other neutral roles that are, you know, setting their own, ser- serving their own needs. But uh, mainly, you know, you have you have those two factions, and but nobody knows who's who. And during the day, you have the ability to, like Dakota said, lynch each other. Um, so mainly, this is done in the name of the town because that's the the highest uh, volume faction in the game. Um, in the name of lynching the evildoers, like the mafia and the serial killer. However, you know, since some of those present are the mafia and the serial killer, definitely there's some misdirection thrown in. And even if you are town, um, oftentimes you don't want to give away what role you are and why you know the information that you know. Right. The entire game is like, you know, guilty until proven innocent. You know that, that this really is everybody is because you, you don't know their role unless you know you, you know an investigative role was able to c- confirm or but even at that point only that person knows because they don't want to give away their role because they could get easily get killed by the mafia or the serial killer the next night but that's also an opportunity to watch over them so it's like y- you never know what you want to do you never want to you never know if you want to let out your role especially if you have you know protective roles that are dead already that's going to be able to save you yeah no no definitely and and. I think you know the big, the major premise with this game is that it, it challenges players' ability to lie and to see through deception. And I really think that makes for interesting layered gameplay. There's always reverse psychology on top of reverse psychology, you know. Yeah, it's whoever has the best poker face. It's there's so many things going along in this game that you have to lie, you have to tell the truth. You don't know if someone's telling the truth. There's another character who's just trying to get themselves lynched the whole time, so they're going to claim anything. Right. It doesn't matter. You know, you never know what someone's going to be until it's confirmed. And so it's whoever you trust. If you happen to be next to people, that's kind of an advantage if you're playing, you know, with other people next to them. But I don't think that's encouraged. I think it's more of like the whole, you know, keep it private, which we do. We don't usually sell our roles unless we all figure out we're town. And at that point, it doesn't really matter. But Right, right. <laughs> yeah, when we play together, you know, we we do try to um, keep our roles and identities a secret, just so that you know we don't actually like cheat, right? Um, Especially if one of us is dead, right? But but you know, there's a certain point where we've all figured the shit out. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out, and so we figured out each other's roles. So and it's like we'll, if we're all town, it doesn't matter at that point. Then we'll, then we'll freely you know talk to each other and what kind of information we found. Um, I'm waiting for the day we're all three mafia. but yeah if we're opposing factions then yeah there's 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 no help but um yeah it's definitely a very fun game it's very intellectual and complicated and really i mean i know some people that you have watched playthroughs for this and are actually kind of scared to play because of just how much thinking you have to do how much work right there's a lot of strategy it's all strategy you got to learn what roles do what everything does what you're going to get whenever, you know, it's important to learn like an investigative roles. You know, a investigator, you're going to get one of three roles or sometimes two, you know, of 
what they could be. Right. So essentially, with each role, you in addition to being able to lynch people during the day, you also have the ability to perform certain actions at night. And um, each player has a given ability. What Dakota's referencing is that the investigator can specifically target one person in the game and get a, a choice of three options of what their role may be. Um, there's another role, the sheriff, which can tell you if, if they're a good or a bad player. Suspicious or not suspicious. Is, is specifically the wording. Um, the mafia themselves have certain abilities, um, as, as in, you know, together they're able to kill someone every night. The serial killer is able to kill someone every night. And then there's even other mafia roles that are, you know, intended to um, deceive the town. And then um, there's even other, other town roles that help support the town or um, even a couple town roles that, you know, allow you to kill. Yeah, vigilante can kill anybody at any time, but if they kill a town, they die from guilt the next day. Yeah. And jailer can jail anyone yes. and execute them they do not have that, however, that handicap of guilty in the next day. However, they're just, they fucked over the town if they kill the town member. Right. But, you know, obviously they get the chance to confirm by questioning their suspect whether or not they can, um, in order to kill them. So if you're playing with good players, you'll definitely have a good experience. Every once in a while you will play with, you know, it's randomized. So you'll, you'll play with dumb people who don't catch on to your help, your hints, or who don't work with you. Or who make stupid decisions and decide to randomly lynch people. Yeah. That's the bonus of playing more ranked games. But the downside of that is that it's actually different roles, really. You have more roles and there's more randomi- randomization. Yeah, yeah. With the ranked games, you know, you, you um, throw out a lot of the new players and inexperienced players because um, there's a requirement um, in order to play ranked games. I haven't met that requirement yet, actually. Um, you had to play, what, 50 games and get, like... And 10 of those have to be ranked practice. 10 have to be practice, yeah. But, you know, more more so than, than the, you know, the particulars of this, I really enjoy the... Um, just the the gameplay. The idea of deception within deception. And, and what's really interesting with that is, you know, when you are an evil role and you're trying to mislead the town into lynching the wrong person and that moment of satisfaction when you do. Or if you're the character, the jester, that's trying to get himself lynched by making people think that you're evil, but not being so obvious that people know that you're jester. Right. It's all deception. It's a poker face. Jester, I mean, it's just that. And that's a really interesting role to play because everyone's accustomed to the reverse psychology of the jester, which is, oh yeah, hang me, I'm, I'm bad. But that's too obvious. We know that's a fucking jester. But so even but even reverse reverse psychology, where you try to do the opposite of just being quiet or just playing safe, that won't get you killed. You have to you have to ease yourself in there. Yeah. And you have to say things that are suspicious, but more like your mafia or SK. You have to get people to like catch you in a lie. Catch you in a lie, but set up that you did set up. You have to set, you have to pre advance you know pre set that up because you're not yeah. gonna get hung first day if you say hang me. Right, right. <laughs> it, it's a very interesting role. And then even the town, you know, balancing between helping each other out, which you want to do, and preventing, you know, more town from getting killed at night, um, and, and, you know, getting the appropriate members of the, of the other faction lynched, which will allow you to win the game. You still want to hide your own role because if you have a particular valuable ability, you'll be targeted. Yeah. I guess we should have said with Jester as well is that actually when you do get lynched at that point th- by the next game, 
uh, during the night, you can choose someone that voted guilty over your death, which is part of the lynching process. If you l- decide to lynch someone, you vote them guilty or innocent. So it's a two-step process. A majority of, of the town or a certain number of the town have to have to vote up. Right. It's not a majority, actually. It's a certain number of the town have to vote a member on trial, right? And then, out of all players present, not just the ones that voted, you know, ma- the majority of, of players that, that vote have to vote guilty. Right, yeah. And it has to be a majority. If it's a tie, they'll innocent. They'll, they'll, they'll vote it innocent. There's also abstaining as well, which at that point is just not voting either way. And if you do that, that's not going to affect the vote any. But if you are a jester, which I was trying to explain, uh, they can kill people the next day, uh, anybody who voted guilty or abstained. Right. So you have to vote innocent if you, you know, don't believe the jester is, is, is evil. And if you vote innocent, you're safe. You know, you're invulnerable to attack. But if you did vote guilty, you can kill anybody, whether it's an execution or even. And you have to be careful, too, because if you vote innocent against a role that's actually evil, suspicion will be cast on you. Yeah. Mafia know, know each other's roles and know that each other um, are part of Mafia. They have so, their own chat at night, which they're one of the only roles besides Medium that can talk at night. Right. Which they can converse with each other. Um, jailer can talk with their person, and that person obviously can talk back to Jailer. And then Medium. Medium can talk to the dead. Right, the Medium. The role that everybody hates, but if you play it well... You can actually You'll get a lot of game hoppers who leave because they're medium. What is it? The medium curse? They usually die first night. That's the medium curse. They're not useful. But they can still seance, so technically that's not true. Yeah, but if they're useless, no one dies the first night. Therefore, they can't there's no need to seance. I guess at that point they can continue to converse with the dead. That's true. The dead people okay, fair enough. I've definitely thrown a game in my favor after a seance. Seances are important. They they can be. And and even then, you know, we think it's useless, but being able to converse with the dead allows you someone that that does know because they targeted an evil player and got killed will be able to tell the medium. Right. There, there there's specific roles like, for instance, jailer, like we mentioned. You can jail someone at nine. If you jail the serial killer and you do not end up killing them and and executing them, they kill you. Same thing with escort. If you are an escort and you try to roleblock them, then they they will kill the serial killer will kill them. Right. In, in favor. So if you are the escort or you are the jailer and you died, it'll tell you you were killed by the serial killer you jailed or you were killed by the serial killer that you roadblocked, that you, yeah. you know, escorted. And so that you can tell the dead and the dead can then relay that seance to someone they know as a town member. But that's another part of it. They have to know that they're talking to a town member, not a, you know, so it, everybody has to know each other's roles. The dead can see the live chat role, the, the live chat, but the live people can't see the dead people chat. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really interesting. Um, having these different conversations and the roles get even more complicated and, and different, you know, game modes. Like for instance, we, we mentioned ranked, which randomizes it a lot more. Um, and then there's the coven expansion, which adds entire new factions, uh, like, like the coven, which is, um, like, which is honestly, I'm still trying to kind of learn my way around classic and, you know, get in tune with each role and know, okay, what, if I'm this role and I don't want to give it out, you know, what roles can I claim? Um, what's the best way to play this particular role? So, you know, I haven't wanted to move on to the to the new roles yet because <laughs> I still want to learn these intimately. I feel you. I've played this game for uh, many years. My my sister showed this to me a long time ago. Yeah, both of us. Yeah, and we played it, but I guess you didn't really stay in touch with it as much as I did. I didn't, but I, I got back into it now, yeah. and I got my wife into it. She's actually sitting in this room, Lillian. I wanted to have her on the podcast, but um, we won't do that tonight. But she's here listening in. 
Um, she's actually playing Town of Salem right now as we speak. She is the doctor. Yeah, there you go. The doctor <laughs> can heal people at night, or if they decide they can have one self-heal at a night. So if they're you know being targeted and they're pretty sure they're going to die because the mafia know that they're doctor because they claimed it already, then they can self-heal themselves and hopefully prevent themselves from being attacked. But they can only do that once, and if you use it and it doesn't work, you don't get to use it again. Yeah, yeah. There are certain roles that um, there's a limited number of uses. And even the context of the game, you I mean the entire thing is timed. You have a cycle of day and night, and those only last a certain amount of time. And, you know, within the day, there's only a certain amount of time that you have for discussion and then for voting. So this is another theme of, of haste. You know, I, I, this entire game you're wanting to, you have to get to it quickly and, and use your head quickly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Click on your feet. A seemingly innocent town. <laughs> turns deadly at night. before you die and avoid the gallows. Can you survive the town of Salem? It's difficult to toe the line between protecting your role, in some cases protecting your faction, and helping you know the other members out. Which Mafia, obviously, again, they, they have that advantage of being able to speak to each other at night. Um, but you know, town while they outnumber the other factions, definitely can't don't have a, the advantages. All, mainly because they don't know who each other are, and the mafia do know who each other are. Right, and so they can work together, whereas the town can't because they have to figure out their roles elsewhere. You know, right during the day. Uh, that's if someone claims their role, which most people aren't going to do, especially you know beginning of the game when all the town's still alive. And neither one of them knows who the serial killer is, who's a neutral role yeah. that's trying to kill everybody and be the last person standing. Which is very interesting role. It's a very difficult role to play. Um, I will say that, but it can be it can be easy if you do it right. There right. there are strategies. Again, every role has strategies to play to win. And there are certain roles that are, for instance, invulnerable. Um, you know, like the mafia and the serial killer. Executioner. Executioner. So the the serial killer is invulnerable, and the Godfather is invulnerable. The, the Godfather, right? Yeah, to and the serial so, killer. But I think the serial killer gets to kill the Godfather, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong there. The serial killer automatically wins. That's what it is, right? The serial you, killer automatically wins. If it's just mafia and the SK, the SK wins. <coughs> That's what it is. That makes sense yeah. because it's going to be end up in a tie because the mafia and the Godfather can't kill each other. Uh, see how layered this discussion is. Um, and, and I really didn't want to have to, you know, get too technical with this because I want a lot of people who haven't played the game to be able to kind of keep up with what we're talking about. But even just talking about this game puts you back into the technicality. Of it, it does. You can't not talk about strategy because that's all it is. So, I mean, honestly, you know, I think, you know, everyone should try this out. Um, it's free. So um, you, you can just go to blankmediagames.com. You can download the app. Um, I think it's five bucks on Steam. Yeah, you know, this was originally funded completely off of uh, Kickstarter. Yeah, that's true. Which is really cool because this was such a... I remember the beginning stages of this game. It was just a web you know, browser game, and that was all it was. And I remember the talk of it being talked into putting it into an app on the phone and you know, eventually into Steam and a bunch of things, and now they're there, and they've got the money for that, and it's cool to see the, the, the crowdsource funding. And it's cross-platform. 
It is. Everybody plays with each other, which is really nice because we can form a party even with some of us being on the computer and some of us being on our phones. You know, most games now nowadays do not have that ability. Very few to this day, even big games, you know, Apex Legends, you know, uh, popular games on the PS4. I mean, none of that has has crossplay. Fortnite is, but I mean, that's like one of the only ones. Yeah, it's it's interesting how many multiplayer games are not cross-platform in the multiplayer component. That definitely, you know, puts this kind of game ahead of the the game, you know? Yeah. Um and it's definitely one of the more interesting, you know, independent uh games that I've seen because I think a lot of people are aware of the premise, you know, as far as mafia style games go. But this one's definitely unique. I think it's it's very wacky. Um and and there's definitely, like I said, it, it's very layered. There's a lot of different roles. And there's a lot of different things that you have to think about, you know, when trying to, you know, deceive other people. Because ultimately, a lot of this game relies on deception. It really reminds me of during the tuning exams arc in Naruto when they take the written exam, the first exam. And the entire purpose of the exam, which isn't immediately laid out, is that um, it's intended for you to be able to cheat and, and to get away with it. That's the that, That's what they're the ultimate purposes, but they don't outright tell that to the students. You have to kind of figure it out that, um, that that's the ultimate, the ultimate goal is to cheat and get away with it. So, you know, this game kind of in a way presents itself that way because, um, you know, you play a few rounds of the game and, and you realize the ultimate goal is to be able to deceive people, even if you're town, because you want to deceive the mafia. You want to be able to hide your status as a valuable role until late game when you can uh, finally, you know, reveal crucial information that um, gets somebody lynched. And then you have roles to protect you when you do protect yourself. But what I really hate was in the very beginning of a game when someone's like, hey, I'm such and such. Look out on me. I know. I, I hate, hate that. that shit. L on me. I hate that. I see that all the time. Or, or dock on me. Yeah, no, I hate it. Because like, they do that because they just want to... They're not going to get targeted after they say that. And even if, the doc's not going to be any help. So it's like they're wasting a heal. And then the next time, you know, they know. Or the mafia knows already and can, you know, take advantage of that. They can't keep the lookout on them or the doc on them the whole whole game. Yeah, eventually they'll not look at them and they'll know that and they'll be forgotten about. It's very selfish when people do that. But at the same time, some people say that in order to deceive other people. Right. I think on purpose. That's another jester move too. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so, you know, definitely there's there's that layer again. But it still annoys me when I see it, just in case they are genuine. Like, no, use that for when later on in the game when you have to reveal yourself in order to, you know, give the town crucial information. And, and that way, um, you have protection, at least for a night, until, you know, they can, they can lynch more evildoers. There is one uh, random town role, which allows you to have just that one random town. And so that does deceive the game a little more because there are people who can claim having the same role and it be true, but it can also be false. And that's another move that the mafia or the jester or a lot of people like the serial killer, you know, will try to do. But that allows for a uh, variation of a few more roles. I believe uh, spy and transporter and mayor are all added. Um, I've been mayor before. Mayor's a lot of fun. Um, that allows you to actually uh, reveal your role so the whole t- everybody knows you're mayor, and it's confirmed. Because when you press that button, it says, hey, this person is mayor. And it allows you to have like three times the amount of voting power. So anytime you vote someone up, you have three votes. 
So literally, if it's mayor against a godfather against the game, the mayor wins because they can lynch them by just voting once. Because yeah. remember, all they need is two votes. But but they will die as soon as they reveal themselves as mayor. Not always. Uh, there's lookouts. That's the point when you, you would use a lookout or a dock on them. When yeah. they reveal, you keep an eye on them. You don't let them out of your sight, you know? Yeah, this is true. But, um, you know, that, that specifically applies to classic, what's to, what Dakota's talking about, because in all other game rules, um, all the rules are more randomized. I mean, you have a certain number of each, I think, but only in classic, which is, I guess, kind of why we play it, because there's definitely a known element to it, knowing what roles are in the game and, and um, who, you know, what role you can or can't claim. To be honest, I still think classic is the most played game mode, even over ranked or ranked practice. I, I honestly so? do. Yeah, I don't think, I think it trumps every single other one. I wish it would show a player count. Like the amount of players that, oh, it does. Actually, when you start the game, let's go look. We'll have to look when we start up. It'll tell you the amount of players that are playing on that classic server. Okay. I'll take a look into it because I definitely prefer classic, I think, because there's that element that you can figure out which roles are taken. Um, so it, it's much less random. There, But, you know, like you said, even then there is just one extra random role um, that the evildoers can, can use the, to their advantage. Mm-hmm. It's a throw-you-off role. It's kind of necessary, especially in the classic mode, because it would be a little too easy because everyone would know everybody's role. Yeah. And there would be no ambiguity as to, you know, hey, you're claiming another role that was somebody else's. You have to be able to claim something else. And so that random time really adds to that. And you don't know until you see a death and there's two of the same name. Right. With that extra random town role, you have the possibility of either there being a duplicate role or an additional role in the game that's not always present. So that's definitely very interesting and definitely adds for a lot of um, game variability so that not every game is the same. But there's still enough of every other role that we know exactly what to expect, which definitely, you know, I think adds a more strategic element. And that's why I prefer classic. But I definitely like to check out the, you know, the other games because, you know, that relies a lot more on your individual knowledge of roles and what they're what's cap- possible and how to determine if, you know, someone's lying. So, I mean, definitely, I, I'd like to check that out just as soon as I get more familiar with this. Yeah, it, it takes a lot of lot of thought processes, especially during ranked, because there's a lot of roles that really change up other other roles. You know, for instance, there's the transporter. Not only do they transport different players, but they, like, Lily and I just learned out earlier, learned, learned out, we just learned recently <laughs> that um, the it changes the investigator. So when the investigator is, is investigating someone, you get one of three roles as their as what they have. When you transport them, it like mixes that up. And so we were like totally thought someone was evil when they weren't. And so it's like it's very similar to Framer, which Framer allows you to completely, you know it that, that more changes the sheriff though. But that one changes them to be suspicious versus not suspicious. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That can throw off that role. Um, and that's that's the only the only reason why um, a sheriff role is is not um, necessarily reliable. It's also not reliable due to the fact that Godfather has the ability to show up as not suspicious, right? And so that's why you want to put in your will whenever, which is a total another aspect which we need to get into the the will writing, which basically when you do die. You have a will that you can write every night, and you can show your activity. It's more useful for town roles, you know, because town is trying to help each other out. And so when they die, a will, their will, will can be seen on that. You're going to put things like what you did every single night, what you, is important information for them to know, who you visited that night so you know if you're an escort and you visited a serial killer and the serial killer killed them. 
that's probably the serial killer due to the fact that role blocking doesn't work on a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that, that definitely makes it more interesting. And when people update their wills, the game is at its best. Now, the wills also, you know, kind of exist as a verification system for your role. Um, people will often ask, it's standard procedure when someone claims a role, to ask for their will to prove it. Right. Which does help because in some cases somebody can, can say, hey, you know, I was role blocked that night. So you're telling yeah. the truth about your role. Possibly. Even if you're not telling the truth, it's a really good thing to have. And a lot of mafia do it. And smart mafia do. Smart serial killers. Prepare a fake will in advance. Prepare a fake will in advance. Right. But uh, having a will ready is good because it allows you to uh, put something out and it shows that you put effort into something. And if you're really the role, that's the only time you're going to want to put that effort into it. The, the chances of it being a smart mafia are a lot lower. They, I guess most people believe. Right. And, and I don't know. It just is more believable to see a real will. Yeah. And and you can definitely use that to your advantage because even if, if you're mafia, you know, the lookout can tell whether or not you visited somebody. Yeah. So you can just say, well, I'm an investigator. I was investigating them. And if no one claims that role, then you're lucky. You're good. Or you could be random town. You could claim that you're, yeah, you're the random town. Which, even if you are the random town, you won't know that you are necessarily. But you'll know... Well, you'll know if you're a role that doesn't always show up there, or you'll know if you're a duplicate. Right. You won't know automatically if you're a duplicate until someone else claims that role. And so it's really interesting because you'll be, say, you're an investigator, and there's another investigator who's claiming that you're like, dude, I'm an investigator. What? So you don't know that. And the other person's thinking the same thing. Wait, you're an investigator? I am. So you don't know. Neither of you do. So that's another throw-you-off aspect again. Yeah. I wonder if in ranked, if you can still have duplicate roles since they're all randomized. Yes, they are. There was like four transporters in the last game we played. I think Seriously? Three. I think there were three, yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Wow, that would be really difficult. It is. That's what makes it so hard. Yeah, and, and transporters can affect your ability to uh, to enact your role. So, for instance, if you're a vigilante, which has the ability to potentially kill innocent people, and you think that you're very surely killing someone who's evil. Someone transports their body to another person's body, you know, and therefore allowing them to do their role onto that person, whatever their ability is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Assuming they have a night ability. Jailer, for instance, is a day ability, actually, which there's very few of those. Um, amnesiac is another one, but there's a few day abilities which allow you to do something during the day, which will affect what happens at night. Right. A new faction stands against the town of Salem. The Coven. Five new witch rolls, four new town rolls, two new mafia rolls, four new neutral rolls, brand new game modes, and exclusive cues. Can you survive? Town of Salem, The Coven. But yeah, overall, I mean, Town of Salem is um, a very thoughtful game. It, it really appeals to me because there's definitely... Um, a very, very complicated element to it, you know, definitely has that, you know, whodunit mystery um, vibe and at the same time, you know, connects with, you know, that crucible setting and the mass hysteria. So definitely, you know, I, I definitely feel like the setting was applicable and, and the game to me um, is extremely fun and it's it just a cherry on top that it's free to play. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think the mobile costs $5, right? Does it? I think so. I don't remember. 
yeah, I, I bought the I got the app like a long time ago. It, it was a long well, yeah. When it was first released, it was free. I think there is a something you have to pay. I think Lillian had to pay, so I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I it may have been so. It, I'm saying that it's free right now, but I I think that there may actually be. Um, a pay at element to it. But if anything, it's like five dollars. I think right. that's what it was. But since we're legacy players, you know, we never ended up having to pay anything. Right. But but yeah, go check it out. Um, you know, worst case, you'd have to, you'll pay five dollars, and I, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I definitely don't think you'll be just disappointed. Um, what are your final thoughts on this game, Dakota? I spent a lot of time and effort into this game uh, throughout many years, and so I've. I learned a lot of strategies and a lot of stuff, and so it's really interesting to come back onto it and have a podcast about it after all this time of playing it because I have so many strategies and things I can think of, you know, and this brings back so many memories of times when I would play it. In fact, I have played Mafia before, like the actual game you play in a room with the lights off and the cards and stuff. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. You you have to do it with, like, a party with a group of people, and it's a lot of fun. You can do it, um, but really this game brings that to life, and it's a, a digital mafia. It's it's great. Blank Media Games did a really good job, and I would definitely recommend this to other people. Yeah. Uh, are we going to give this one a rating like we do our indie movies? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Ash? I'll let you go. Oh, me? You know, honestly, for me, this is a five out of five. I definitely don't think this game could be better for what it's intending to do, and it's infinitely fun, infinite replay value. Um, and I don't always, you know, give a perfect rating to video games, but this one I think deserves it. Well said. You know, I, I might have to agree with you. At least a four point five, if not a five. You right. Know, this is this is. I, I don't see a flaw. I don't have a reason to negate anything. If there are any flaws, it's only that you could um, have bad players. Right. That that is the issue, and you have to deal with that a lot. I think that is a major complaint that you hear is a lot of game throwers, as they're called, you know, or hoppers or whatever, you know. I really think that's all that needs to be said about Town of Salem for now. I think, you know, the rest, um, go try this game out. You know, five out of five for five dollars. That's a good deal. <laughs> um, as for what's coming up next, we're going to be doing our uh, Death Stranding episode dakota's really excited about that one um i do believe he's going to be taking the lead and he's written us notes yeah i uh it's really funny we we just got this game i, I got it the day it came out because i had already pre-ordered it as right. a digital deluxe and i've been playing it since um i already beat the main story mode uh i already put 66 plus hours into it and that was a couple days ago so we're we're getting somewhere yeah. <laughs> um a lot of information learned a lot of lore to talk about so it'll be a good episode yeah, now it's the other way around. Now I'm lagging behind. You've beat the whole game, and um, you know how how it normally is. And right. I'm I'm still not. I don't think I'll beat the game, but I'll definitely play as much as I can to you know get a grasp for it and be able to talk about it. Because um, I'm having a a real a blast with it too, um, and we'll definitely want to go into that more next episode because um, there's just a lot to unpack with that. Um, other than that, you know, enjoy the rest of Collateral Gaming Season Two. We've got some things coming up. We've got a Christmas episode coming up, another indie game review. Um, we won't announce it yet, but we'll let you know that that's currently on the books. Also, um, our Death Stranding episode is set to coincide with our anniversary. So um, I'm still trying to kind of trying to figure out the scheduling on that. So it'll be sometime within December, early December. I'm not exactly sure if we'll be able to release it on the day of our anniversary because our, our schedule's off a little bit. 
Um, if not, we'll release something to coincide with that. Expect by December 7th, I'll have some kind of content. And then we'll have around that time either that it will be Death Stranding or um, I'd really like to give myself another week and let Death Stranding be its own episode. So, um, and you so you can play it more. Exactly. No, no, exactly. That, that's my thoughts. So, um, Collateral Gaming can be found on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, and on Show Lover Radio. Anywhere so you get your podcasts. Anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find us on uh, f- Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Bo, you're here. You haven't spoken a lot this podcast, but you're here. You want to talk a little bit about, you know, very briefly about what's going on with Collateral Cinema? Uh, yes, we are still working on our First Glance uh, Film Festival Mega Review, part two of that. It's going to have some feature-length documentaries and movies as well. And uh, we're also going to be doing our... We should be doing our Christmas episode very soon. We're going to be doing The Grinch, Jim Carrey's performance. Oh, I'm so by the, ready for that. Yeah, the Ron Howard movie. And I guess we can pretty much confirm that we're going to have a special guest on that show. It's yeah. going to be uh, one of the people from Victims and Villains podcast, which we, we're really, really excited about. We can't wait to have them on the show, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, Wow, yeah, I'm excited about that, too. This is the first I'm hearing of it, so good to know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We can't wait. And, yeah, and then after the first of the year, I think we might do Fifth Element. Oh, I'm so ready for Yeah, that. and I'm thinking about having my brother come in and be a special guest on that episode. So. Oh, yeah, and uh, I'm definitely going to want to be leading on that one because... That was the one I suggested. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, definitely. That is a uh, tie-in to uh, Die Hard because of Bruce Willis. That'll be oh, a yeah. good uh, yeah. There we go. There we go. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what's coming up with Collateral Cinema. And you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, and wherever else you get your podcast, And Chill Up Radio as well. Hell yeah. Well said, Bo. Well, uh, that being said, I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. This is Collateral Gaming, and we are out. Out.
Collateral Gaming is an L Company production. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators, are used for educational purposes only, and are fair use. Please don't sue us. We're poor. Boy. 